0: Hello, welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host Allison Sagan. Um, my guest today is Stephen Jones this is going to be minute 111 and that is going to be from um, one hour 50 minutes to one hour 50 minutes and 59 seconds uh, how are you doing Stephen uh,
1: so far so good how about you
0: good good very excited to be back for glass onion minute uh, for these minutes and I uh, We've, I, I feel like I say this every week, but I'm. I feel like we got some really good minutes here, so I'm very excited to talk about it.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Uh, yeah, so this is going to be starting off with um, Bron asking who tried to kill me, and we are in midpoint of Blanc unfolding the whole everything to the um, everybody there and to the audience as well, which is a particularly fun part for any sort of mystery and uh it's um i think uh, i think really great um
1: nobody tried to kill you you vainglorious buffoon duke took my glass that's what you told us he did
0: one of the things i really liked starting off is that the uh framing is of of uh the, show, uh, the shot where Braun is kind of in further in the back and then all the other disruptors are closer to the camera on the side of him, it's just very beautifully shot and kind of shows where they're at right now, kind of.
1: He must have picked it up by mistake, you told us, right after it happened. Look at that dress bin. Bertie,
0: Bertie, do that again. Get, what, what's
1: this? And after you said those words, that's what we all remember seeing. But think! Ignore his lies, everyone, and think clearly now. What did we all actually see? Wow. Look at that dress spin. Bertie, that's amazing. Just, just... You handed Duke your own glass, clear as crystal, right in front of our eyes, all of us, and then told a bald-faced fabrication. And it worked. Blanc, you telling us Miles killed Duke? Yes. Why? Because the night Andy sent you all the emails,
0: defending um, Bronn, basically.
1: Yeah, and I like that he is, like, center frame, but he's also yes. smaller than everybody else.
0: Yes.
1: Like the the whole like like his whole deal for this part seems to be him really trying to maintain control and having the the facade of you know I'm I'm, I'm still on top of everything, but it's clearly an effort and not a very successful one. So him being like the, the, the power position in the frame, but the smallest person in the frame, I think really is a, is a good. Yeah. When Duke got to Andy's house early on his motorcycle.
0: I didn't even think about that, but that's totally right. Where it's, you, you don't, um, where it, it, it is showing him as being kind of more powerful, but it, they, I think do a really good job, um, in other frames of showing, the importance of characters based off of you know their size or how close they are to the camera and he's his he looks so small it's it's it works really well here
1: yeah and his uh, almost pouty sort of arm is folded like body language
0: yeah exactly it it's it just shows um yeah, he he is still like te- very tenuously uh, keeping control, but as we, uh, see, there's, there's things that we're learning about these, about Bronn and about this, the characters, um, and it, I, as, as this minute and then other minutes keep unfolding, which is really cool, uh, I also, uh, just have to call out the, uh, the insult, you vain, glorious buffoon, because, uh i it's it's such a good blonkism <laughs> it
1: his Yeah his his word choice for insulting him and kind of kind of the whole movie is is pretty great
0: yeah it's it's he's very very good at that kind of uh insult <laughs> and it's and it's very fun to see where you're just like you know i need to i need to i i don't have her be in a I'm never in a situation where I need to insult somebody that thoroughly, but he's, he's excellent there. Um, and so the, the the main kind of focus of this uh, minute is that we discover that um, Miles directly handed Duke the glass. Uh, and is this something that you noticed Earlier in the movie, I, I know that I personally didn't.
1: Uh, so, I don't think I noticed it the first time. So the first the first time I saw this was in the the theater when it had its like mm-hmm. thing around a almost said New Year's Day, uh, um, Thanksgiving is the one. Yes. And so I couldn't like, you know, go back and be like, did he hand the thing or did he pick it up? Because I I couldn't quite remember which is. I'm sure exactly what they what they were right, but uh, yeah, I I'm pretty sure that the the lie worked on me.
0: It, it totally worked on me too. Um, I didn't notice that, and then it it I think it really does a great job of showing everything in plain sight, but also having that level of distraction and you being distracted by the same things that um, Miles is distracting everybody else with their uh I was actually um one of our questions for that we do is if you saw it in theaters and I did too um but then I my uh I that weekend I was doing something with my parents and they're like we should see a movie and I was like we are going to go see Glass Onion <laughs> I wanted to see it again so um I, I I watched it and kind of kept a close eye on that and it's It shows him handing it over, and it's really, I think, well done that it, there's so many little details that are very visible, um, but that you don't notice until um, it's all pointed out.
1: Yeah, and it's also a very innocuous thing two friends might do, so you might see it and be like, oh, he hands his glass, and then it just doesn't register that there's anything malicious in it. It's like, oh, yeah, here, have, have, have a drink or buy a drink.
0: Yeah, right. It, it's like, oh, I, if, 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 you know, I, if I had a friend and they handed me a drink, I wouldn't think of any, anything of it, you know, because they might go, oh, this tastes particularly good. Here, have a try. Or um, Miles has a particularly good, uh, like, aged Scotch or something—I don't know—that he's he's having and that he's like here, have to, um, try this out, Duke. Um, so it, it's it's innocuous, but then you see the a- actual, um, you know, kind of malice for it, for it there, and it, it it just works really well, and and you do believe that he sent down his drink and that uh, Duke just picked it up by accident, but then you see kind of both versions, and I think it works really well. You know, usually for this podcast, we kind of focus on a um, a specific minute for editing, but I feel like these five minutes we're talking about this week are all really well edited, where they go kind of back and forth uh, from various time frames, but it doesn't vary kind of unobtrusively as you're thinking of something and kind of following where your thoughts go in a way that's both um, kind of explanatory but doesn't kind of... it's It doesn't treat you like you're an idiot, I don't think, where you're like, look, you have... To, sometimes with, like, flashbacks, it's like, oh, you don't remember this, but these are things that you did see that you would very noticeably not remember. Yeah, so this is... um. Yeah, This is particularly fun, and then the uh, the minute is pretty um, uh, uh, much ending when they say, You're telling us Miles killed Duke, and Blanc is like, Yep, and it ends with Duke going to Andy's house on the motorcycle. And I, I yeah, this is just a very fun minute to um. You know, just just for editing, cinematography, everything—it's all kind of coming together here. For uh, as things come, come together, basically.
1: Yeah, and uh, a thing I noticed uh, with the—I don't know how much the the previous *Knives Out* podcast gets talked about on this one, but a uh, thing I noticed when I, when I did my block episodes on that one and watching these clips as well—there's uh, a good sort of uh, story development pace where it seems like at the end of every one of these minutes there's, you know, the start of the next development or a turn of some sort.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I mentioned that in one of my earlier episodes, maybe? Or at least I was thinking about it, where I feel like every minute kind of ends on something uh, revelatory, Uh, either if it's small or big, but... i i've i've mentioned like i said i've mentioned this in my other episodes but the this film is just so rich that every minute it, it is really truly worthy of a minute by minute podcast because just so much happens all the time in it. there's no kind of dead or down minutes i don't think that anybody has well,
1: definitely not these five
0: <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> definitely not these five um do you have anything particular that you have about these this minute that you'd like to talk about, or
1: I like uh, going back to uh, the vainglorious buffoon bit, and I'm, I'm I'm sure it technically started before this this first minute started, but I I like Daniel Craig's performance conveying that he's done with putting up with how much of an idiot.
0: Yeah, he he really does. Uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but we just missed a moment that both of us wanted to talk about. So I think we'll still talk about it in our Friday episode. But it's it's very fun to see how done Blanc is with all of this uh, and uh, kind of uh, placating Braun and treating him like he's not the biggest idiot. Uh, although... Although like him specifically pointing at a distraction so that nobody would really f- pay attention or remember him giving the drink to Duke is not it's not terrible. It's 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 not the dumbest you could possibly be there.
1: Yeah, he he at least put effort, but even even you know, even when you're you're giving him the credit for like the distraction for example, it's basically, "Hey, look over there."
0: Right, it that's true. That's true. Uh, I but I mean, he did take. Uh, he saw the opportunity of of Birdie doing the twirling, and he just goes. <laughs> and you're you're right. He does just basically go, Hey, look at everybody! Look at what Birdie is doing when it's like, yeah, you know, she's she's a grown woman twirling her dress. So you don't need to necessarily. It's not something that's like you need to necessarily look at. But
1: oh my God! Um, I just realized that he's saying keep your eye on the Birdie.
0: Oh my god! Of course he is. Oh good lord. I,
1: I I I, don't know if that was a deliberate thing. I I wouldn't be surprised if it were, but I literally did not make that connection until you were saying Birdie there, in, in terms of her being a distraction.
0: That's that's hilarious. Yeah, no, I did not put that together. Um, yeah, we'll. It, there have been so many moments in this uh this movie where you're like it, it's it's just so brilliant but also i don't know if you could necessarily um it it very well could have been intentional it's and, yeah so that's that's pretty great uh it's yeah, so it's it, it, I think um, surprisingly smart, but then also when you break it down it you realize yeah, braun is is still being braun. Um, I think also the thing that is really wonderful about this um, these minutes and this one in particular is just how um, all the acting talent of everybody realizing what's going on. Yeah. So you just, you see the reactions of all these people, you know, having their mind blown by Blanc, basically. Um, yeah. So it's, a uh, it, it's, it's, th- this is really a treat for all, I think all the actors in this movie are perfect and uh, do very well here.
1: Yeah. And, and not everybody is even like a, uh, Whiskey, the actress. I don't know her really from anything. Like I, I checked her IMDb, and like she's been in stuff that I know of, but I th- think this might be the only yeah. thing I've seen her in.
0: I think so too. Um, I I I don't think I've seen her in anything. I've heard of, I've heard of Outer Banks. I've heard of some of the other stuff. I I just I don't know. But I think she is honestly phenomenal. i it's
1: there's there's a moment from her. i um you can probably guess it off the top of your head, but it's in one of our other minutes that i'll I'll be mm. pointing her out for some some really great delivery.
0: She, yeah, it's i i I think that they have a really great like thought for casting because as we had had with knives out and in this there it's an all-star cast but it's not always people that you might expect for an all-star cast I guess and and but it's all people kind of giving their giving really great performances and um, and cast kind of perfectly so it's a uh, she's fantastic and
1: um and I like that the Arguably, I, I don't want to, you know, diminish the stuff that she's been in just because I don't know it. Maybe some yeah. of the stuff she's been in it has been, like, really acclaimed. But it seems like she's... Her and the uh, the assistant character are kind of the least well-known as far as, like, the, the big cast yeah. members. And I like that part of her thing is that her character is wanting to use her associations with the other people as a launching point to to do her own thing. To kind of, like... You know, the actress might be getting getting yeah. bigger stuff out of out of being with other people in such a stacked cast.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that's totally that's totally accurate. And I think um and I, I sure hope so. Uh she's wonderful. Um well we'll we'll have a little bit of Peg later, so I, I, I love Peg. I love uh Jessica Henwick, so I really hope that both of them have uh big careers after this because they do wonderful stuff work in here.
1: Um, it's not necessarily specific to this minute. Uh, I've been kind of clicking through the the scene kind of paused and on mute to, to remind myself of, of stuff and one of the freeze frames I'm on is, is Blanc with Edward Norton's weird abs painting <laughs> right, right behind him.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, that and the, uh, oh. and then having the Mona Lisa like visible in the background, kind of the whole time, is a nice uh, yeah. plant payoff.
0: Yeah, that's a, you know, the this this set is really perfect. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think having the way that those are shot together works really well, especially since uh, Bron has talked so much up. About the Mona Lisa and wanting to be have his the level of fame there but uh it it, but it it's just it is it's an interesting touch there. there there's so many I would love to see a heart an art historian go through all the paintings or of and all the art in there because I because I, I think there could even be more than we notice. I mean, the one thing that um, other folks have noticed uh, is that there is the uh, Rothko painting that's upside down. Uh, so so it's a uh, it's 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 which is very funny, but it, it, you just see kind of how much excess and superficiality there is in this entire
1: house yeah definitely yeah and and yeah like a like a one of those they have them like on youtube i think a couple different channels do them the oh gambling expert goes through poker cheating scenes in movies i'd like to see like an art curator goes through you know scenes with a lot of art in movies and just go through this and pick up the, the the crap and the good stuff and how nothing goes together or like stuff does go together or et cetera.
0: Yeah. It's always interesting when you have people who are very, um, yeah, who are experts who are going over those things because I, I think that, um, it, it, it's, it's very interesting because it can show where a lot of thought was put and where it wasn't. And I, I, one of the things I love so much about knives out and glass onion where i Love talking about these movies is that it, it does feel like there is so much thought put into every little thing in the movie. Um, sh- there's I, I've, I've mentioned it before, but uh, shout out to the uh YouTube channel uh Lord Ravenscraft who has a 30 minute video exp- going over the uh go scene in Knives Out. Um, and it's it's, it's really excellent where it talks about some of the specific gameplay that they have on there and kind of analyzing go as a game and go specifically played in the like 20 seconds that's on the screen and knives out and and it, it it is a really interesting analysis there so uh, definitely recommend that yeah so it's uh I, I think that there's a lot there, but and, uh, those those shots of uh, Blanc with bronze, weird self portrait, muscly uh, thing, and also the the Mona Lisa with Braun is, I think, works very well. Um,
1: um, I think that's it as far as this minute goes. I mean, it, it, there there are things that ping memories from from watching other minutes, but we can just talk about those during those minutes. Perfect.
0: Sounds good. Um, yeah, and so uh, on uh, our on days we ask a specific question, but we've already talked about you seeing. We both saw it during the uh, one week release. Um, yeah, I
1: had I had just gotten my AMC A list uh, account <coughs> up and running, and I I, it, I stopped during quarantine because why well, pay for it when the theaters aren't running? But I I had just gotten it. I think a couple months prior because I went to go see Nope. And like mm-hmm. right right before it left. And then kinda of, kinda of, kinda of similar to, to your deal with it with going with your parents, I was going to visit the family for Thanksgiving. I was like, sometimes we go see a movie while I'm in town. And if we wanna do that, knives out or yeah, Glass Onion's gonna be you know, showing in theaters for that week, but I wasn't sure, so I used my AMC thing to get a get a just in case ticket for like that, that last Monday that was gonna be out and that's in when 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 I ended up going to see it
0: yeah yeah i I saw it pretty early on first, but then uh we were looking at some of the other movies and that are out, and I'm like, I'm positive that everybody that you both are gonna love this movie <laughs> because it's just so it's it's such an entertaining movie to watch um yeah, so i which is Good that I was pretty positive about that because I have definitely taken my parents to movies where they did not like it. <laughs> Even though I, uh, notably, once we went out, we decided to go to a, a movie together, and I very specifically like was like we got to go see Phantom Thread, and I loved it. They did not like it.
1: Yeah, I had I, I ran into that with a uh, some. When, when, when my parents lived in town, we used to, like every year from our birthday, I'd, I'd pick a movie and we'd, we'd all go see it. And one year it was either, speaking of Daniel Craig, Cowboys and Aliens, which is <clears throat> a big, dumb, fun sci-fi action movie, which is right. definitely, def, you know, I, I enjoy those as well, but it's definitely yeah. my dad's taste. Or Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life,
0: mm.
1: which I didn't know when I would be able to go see it if not for this time, because I didn't know if it was going to be getting much of a physical media release or how long it was going to be in theaters, but I knew for sure I was going to have the opportunity to see Cowboys and Aliens. And sure enough, I saw it when my dad just got the Blu-ray of it, but we went to go see the tree of life and like 30 minutes into it. My dad was next to me just radiating, not having a good time. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a tough movie to take people to. I, I, Tree of Life's great, but it's like
1: <laughs> I enjoyed it for the most part. But I think if they had edited it down to just the the Brad Pitt like family drama period movie stuff, the, yeah, the, the the my dads of the world would have would have enjoyed it a little bit more.
0: That's probably fair. That's probably. Fair. I th- I,
1: th- I think that is the one time we've ever left a theater, and I was just like, "I'm um, I'm sorry." <laughs>
0: uh, the, yeah, the the one that I can think of it was was Phantom Thread, but I was not sorry because that's a great movie, and they were wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's 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 funny. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to plug or uh, promote?
1: I have been slacking on it a bit uh, cuz i've been you know out of town and dealing with sick stuff but i'm going to be getting back to doing it regularly every day today or tomorrow uh if you are on TikTok uh mm-hmm. you can follow uh daily d20 where all i do is every day i roll a d20
0: love it <laughs> that's that's i will actually follow that on TikTok nice uh yeah i will i will follow that thank you um and uh yeah you can follow this show at uh glass onion men all on uh all one word um specifically on twitter and in the notes from darren it's he says it's not it's called twitter it's it's not called twitter anymore but we are not calling it x so not on twitter <laughs> you can we're also now on instagram at benoit blanc minute all one word um and also uh Uh, threads at Benoit Blanc Minute. And please just uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us out. Um, For me, you can find my podcast that I do with some buddies. It's a video game podcast called Gaming Fix that's spelled FYX and we do a a weekly gaming podcast. And I also write reviews for uh, Nintendo World Report and you can find some of my reviews on there. So... uh, Thank you for joining us, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.